From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Wednesday, February 14th, 2024. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. An Amber Alert was issued early this morning after Columbus police say five-year-old Darnell Taylor was taken by his foster mother, Pammy May. Columbus Police Chief Elaine Bryant. Any information that you may have, no matter how minute or small you think it may be, that could help us locate Darnell Taylor or Pammy May, please call us. We're looking to try to bring this to a resolution. Again, we believe that this child is in danger. Just before 6 this morning, May's car was found near Cleveland. The three men indicted Monday as part of the largest corruption case in Ohio's history appeared in a Summit County courtroom for the first time yesterday. House Bill 6 was the billion-dollar nuclear plant bailout for First Energy that's already led to the conviction of former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder. ONN's Lena Lai in Cleveland has more. Former First Energy CEO Chuck Jones and the company's former senior vice president Michael Dowling, as well as the former head of the Public Utilities Commission Sam Randazzo, all pleaded not guilty to a total of 27 felony charges. Prosecutors accused Jones and Dowling of bribing Randazzo with $4.3 million in exchange for favorable regulatory decisions. Randazzo is already facing federal bribery charges. I'm Lena Lai. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine weighing in on those new indictments for the first time, saying... The Attorney General has taken action through the grand jury uh, in Summit County, and we assume there'll be a trial. And, you know, I, as a former county prosecuting attorney, I have great, great confidence in our jury system. A pretrial hearing for the men is set for April 19th. Northwest of Columbus, charges have been filed against a 32-year-old woman stemming from a crash near Bell Fountain last month that killed an Indian Lake High School student. ONN's Andrew Kinsey reports. Brianna Muller was indicted on charges of aggravated vehicular homicide, involuntary manslaughter, OVI, and driving under a suspended license. 17-year-old Chloe Hodge died in the crash after the driver of that Ford F-150, identified by police as Muller, crossed the center line on County Road 130 and hit Hodge's vehicle head-on. I'm Andrew Kinsey. On Monday, Kentucky's Attorney General announced a lawsuit related to the opioid epidemic against Cincinnati-based Kroger. Republican Attorney General Russell Coleman alleges that between 2006 and 2019, the supermarket chain's pharmacies distributed approximately 444 million or more than 11 percent of all opioid doses in his state. The suit further asserts Kroger dispensed the powerful prescriptions, quote, without any reasonable safeguards. Officials for Kroger declined to comment on the lawsuit. A woman from the Columbus suburb of Westerville spent 18 years in prison for the shaken baby death of a child she babysat in 2003, a crime she did not commit. ONN's Angela Ann has an update. Kim Hoover was exonerated in 2021 and sued the state shortly after. Hoover is not sharing details of that settlement, but she says no amount can make up for what she's lost. Basically, that is my retirement. I lost all of that. Hoover says she is thankful for help from the Ohio Public Defender Wrongful Conviction Project, and she hopes her story will shine a light on what she calls problems with our justice system. I'm Angela Ann. 
Incoming freshmen this fall will have fewer degrees to choose from at the University of Toledo. ONN's Amanda Fay explains. Over a dozen degrees are being eliminated. The university says every student currently enrolled in a program impacted by this move will be able to complete their degree. They just won't offer new signups. Some of the degrees affected include German, French, media communications, urban studies, and pharmacy administration. I'm Amanda Fay. Rumors continue to swirl in Cleveland that the Browns are considering building a domed stadium in Brook Park near Cleveland Hopkins Airport. ONN's Neil Fisher has more. Brook Park Mayor Edward Orcutt told me he has no knowledge of land in Brook Park being purchased at all. There's nothing imminent about the Browns coming to the city of Brook Park. Mayor Orcutt told me he would want to hear about the economic impact it would bring the city and focus on the safety of residents. You know, when you think about a stadium, you'd have to get people into the stadium, get them out of there. So you think traffic control and safety. I'm Neil Fisher. And on this Valentine's Day, a couple near Cleveland serves as a source of inspiration when it comes to sticking together. More from ONN's Tracy Townsend. Marty and Jean Lynn, the two have been together for 70 years. They got married in Parma back in 1953. They now live in an assisted facility together in Westlake. Jean and Marty say there's no real secrets of staying in love this long, but they sure do have a lot of different memories. And the couple celebrates 71 years of marriage in September. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WTOL in Toledo, WKYC in Cleveland, and WBNS in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network. 